Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue with our custom of following up our Christmas message with a message for the new year. This sermon was delivered on December 26, 2021. Each new year, Pastor Harris warns us of anti-biblical ideas or trends found in our society. This week, we cover the issues of postmodernism, gender fluidity, redefined racism, diversity, and inclusion, to name a few. Please follow along as Pastor Jim delivers today's portion of this week's message entitled, Don't Be Carried Away. Well, today's a a different day. Quite a few folks are gone. That's to be expected at the holiday. Uh, Some of you are with us because you're gone from your church here visiting your families, and we welcome you. And some of you just uh, came, and uh, we're pleased to have you. And I urge you to come back again. Don't leave now, but come back again uh, next Lord's Day and see what we usually do. What we usually do is open the Bible teach through a passage of Scripture, because that's what we are required by our Lord to do. That's the backbone of the ministry of the church, is to equip the saints for the work of service by teaching them uh, the Word of God. But in the course of doing that all along the way, we who are the elders of Heritage Bible Church, any elder of any church is responsible to watch over the affairs of the flock, to pay attention to things, to observe needs, to, uh, to help people to be as prepared as possible for when we leave church and we take the good news of Christ to people who desperately need it. And so once a year, I do a New Year message different from the others. I also take some time off in the month of August usually to answer some questions, but this is the one that's the most different. For over 30 years now, I've preached a a New Year's sermon. Usually, the theme is a combination of encouragement toward what it will take to grow in our faith in the coming year and an exhortation to be alert to influences which we need to be aware of lest they might shake us in our faith or rattle us in how to, um, how to exercise our faith in the world. So this is sort of a combination of a State of the Union address and a pregame locker room pep talk. Um, I want to describe the, the, the situation for us that I think we're going to be facing in the coming year. I'm not prophesying anything. I'm not predicting anything. I'm saying... This just seems to be the direction that things are rumbling along. 364 days ago, I preached from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, where it mentions the deluding influence that will sweep across the world in the days of the reign of Antichrist. And after talking about that, I finished up by talking about the kinds of influences in our times that are building in the direction of worldwide confusion, 
and delusion. Confusion, not knowing what to believe, not knowing what is true. Delusion, actually believing things that aren't true. And I I talked about uh, fake news and conspiracy theories, and I gave some examples. And uh, oh, how I wish I hadn't been so right about what was coming in 2021 in the direction of uh, false information and conspiracy theories. Right before our eyes, the fibers which knit together this most blessed nation in the history of the world, those fibers are being snipped or eroded away one by one. Now Mike's going to talk a lot about that in his, uh, in his seminar in a, in a couple of weeks. I'm not going to trample on any of his material, but he will expand on some of the things that I'm going to say this morning. Uh, in many New Year's sermons in these last, uh, oh, I don't know, dozen or so years, I've warned of the effects of postmodernism. That's the philosophical bent of teaching people that we are each individually the determiners of truth. Now, the idea that you can have what is true for you and I can have what is true for me, people just say that with a straight face and, and don't challenge it. And that is completely absurd. Now, when you belong to Jesus Christ, you've made a commitment to the truth revealed to us in the Word of God, and you've taken a stand for the truth, the singular truth. And that doesn't mean that only one thing is true, but what is true about Jesus is the truth. He said it this way in John 14, 6, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father but through me. He claimed, I'm the one way to God. I am the only truth about God, and no one comes to eternal life except through me. Later that same night, he prayed for all of us who would come to believe in him eventually. In John 17, 15 through 17, he said, I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but to keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. Sanctify means set apart or, or, or make holy. Jesus came to us, just as we saw in our passage last week when we talked about Christmas from John 1. He came to us full of grace and truth. Our world is adrift in a sea of opinions. And most people who hold most of those opinions actually believe the insane notion that there is no such thing as absolute truth. I just have to laugh and summon up some patience every time I hear somebody say, there is no absolute truth, because that is a self-contradictory statement. You absolutely saying there is no such thing as absolute truth? Oh, well, that's the one absolute truth, so you're lying. Or you're deluded. Of course there is absolute truth. Um, the essence of postmodern thinking is that idea. There is no such thing as absolute truth. You have what's true for you, I have what's true for me, and even if they're mutually exclusive and contradictory, that's okay. That's very popular, but it is eternally and tragically wrong. My friends, do not get on an airplane who is piloted by someone who believes that where to point the aircraft is a matter of personal opinion. 
Postmodernism doesn't work. Do not enter a building designed or built by someone who believes that structural engineering is a matter of personal opinion and it can be adapted to whatever he or she believes about it the day they draw the blueprints. You don't want to do that. Those sound like silly examples because, of course, we know better. It's patently obvious. But apparently, we as a society, when it comes to most things, don't know better. Now, we have made up concepts that people just accept as fact, even though they're fantasy. Words such as, or phrases such as, gender identity or gender fluidity. Uh, they're being forced into the lexicon of public discourse as if they make sense. And if you question them, the consequences come to you in the form of perhaps loss of your job, loss of your reputation, loss of your friends, complete exclusion from spheres of influence. The truth is clear on that subject, and God recorded it in the first chapter of the Bible, Genesis 1, 27. God created man in His own image. In the image of God, He created them. Male and female, He created them. Yes, there are different genders. Two of them. Exactly two. Um, they are not, and this is another one that's being, uh, being accepted now as fact, your gender assigned at birth. It's not assigned at birth. It's recognized at birth. And it's recognized by a 100% accurate test that even amateurs can apply with absolute certainty. Hey, it's male and female. Now, don't just go out and try to win arguments about that. Because it is true that there are people who have very powerful feelings in conflict with their actual gender. It is true that some people have powerful convictions about themselves which conflict with their gender. But that does not prove that there are more than two genders. It proves that there are people to whom we must reach out with compassion and love and the truth that God has plainly made known to us. Nevertheless, the world in which we live now has bought into fantasies about many of these things. And it's careening faster and faster down the path. And, and you know the consequences of not saying the right things. You get canceled. You're just removed. Okay, you can't be on this internet site anymore. You can't be in this group anymore. You can't have this job anymore. You're not allowed to be a member of this organization anymore. That's if you don't accept whatever is the belief du jour on any given topic. There are now words in our everyday conversation that have become highly poisonous. If you misuse certain words or you use them in the way that powerful people don't like, you will suffer swift and serious consequences. And so I just want to caution you, our message doesn't change. Christ died for your sins according to the Scriptures. He was buried. He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. That's the right answer to anyone's need for how to uh, deal with their guilt, their loneliness, their, their isolation, the, any of the consequences of their sin. The message doesn't change, but as we speak to people, you, you better be wise about what some of the landmines 
are. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.